You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you enjoy the journey and trust whatever process that you're on you'll see it as long as you trust it and you're patient and just just have fun. I, I think we have a lot of friends who are on now who've bought bikes and, you know, I try to tell them you're not competing with that person next to you. It's fun. Believe me, from time to time to kind of do that. But you should be chasing your goal like that personal goal that you set that week before. You should be trying to chase that and get better and build and just enjoy that company that you have. Yes. Especially during COVID right now where yeah. we're not able to get to the gym like you got a leaderboard full of people. Give a high five. I would say just embrace it and enjoy it for what it is. It's it's a fun community. Everybody inspires one another, and I love it because of that. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 186. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. What is wrong? Matt. <laughs> okay, what is happening so over I'm there? Mad. I, like, so uh, I was. we were getting ready to start, and my my mic just came off the mic stand, like yeah. off the, the little hanger guy. Uh, and I was trying to screw where's, it back. Where's our roadies when we need them? And it's, and it's just a simple thing. You screw it back on. Yeah. Like it just, it screws back on. And I was sitting here dicking with it and it wouldn't screw back on. I was getting so mad. And then you come over and you're like, bloop, it's good. <laughs> but if you handed it to me, it was already done. I no, told you that. It, here's what you don't know. Okay. And I'm embarrassed. <laughs> and this is why I'm so mad. Here's what you don't know. <laughs> This is why Tom doesn't exercise, guys. This is why I don't exercise. This is why I don't fix things. I don't change my own oil, wiper okay, blades, what, nothing. what is it that I don't know? I was screwing it the wrong goddamn direction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I'm an idiot. Okay, well, you know what? You are like the smartest man I know. So, if you can't screw on a stupid thing, if that's the worst thing that you got going no, on i'm gonna take it because i have you came over you're like me. no see that's good and i was like and i could see you like oh yeah i should have tried turning it the other direction <laughs> i had a 50 50 chance 
righty tighty so, lefty loosey hun <laughs> i'm just like this should be right <laughs> correct right i but no don't know how to top that no well uh you know what we, we should uh top it by telling people about who we will be interviewing next week oh it's gonna be an exciting it one it is an exciting one very exciting so it pe- has been a year in the making a year in the making so uh you might remember a year ago this time uh, peloton had a commercial that went viral, viral right and the infamous peloton wife commercial mm-hmm. where everybody was all up in arms mm-hmm. and she wouldn't talk to anybody she mm-hmm. did one interview on the today show done hasn't spoken to anybody since yep and we got her Yay! so she's gonna come on the show and she's gonna sit down for a very lengthy interview yep. about what transpired what it was like for her and also just some information just about her and her life and then she's a peloton user yeah now yes and so she'll talk about her love of peloton maybe she'll even reveal her, her leaderboard name. name you don't know you'll have to check <laughs> back next week so so if you wondered what that was like from her perspective check back next week yep that should be a good one ah it'll be fun yeah all of our interviews are fun we're very lucky we, we have are really really good guests we are very fortunate in that we regard are. so I guess, what do you have in store for people this week? Boy, I don't even know. I got so distracted with the mic. With my anger? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Apple Fitness because we need to talk about that. Okay. Uh, we have a visit from Dr. Jen Mann. Heard we're, of her. We're going to talk about a new patent that Peloton filed. Okay. And uh, then we're going to talk about how their holiday ad is going over. We're going to talk about some things found on their website in the... Uh, Secret places and that the, I don't I don't even know how people the, find this stuff. The nether regions. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all make sense when you hear it. Okay. Uh, so um, and then there's things back in stock and then there's new positions that you need to hear about. There's all kinds of things. Who doesn't want to hear about new positions? Well, I kind of meant that Peloton was hiring for it, but oh, you could take it there, too. Sure. New we positions just, are never a bad thing. We we're just talking about nether regions. <laughs> so why not? Before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. And while you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, if you would be so kind is to leave a review, people come along after you and uh, they'll know whether or not we're worth a listen. So they will appreciate we hearing have a, from you. We have a new review. Ooh. This is from Badger Mom. Oh, and uh, does she badger people? Is she know. a badger? Yeah. Is she the mom of a badger? Just a noun, I have questions. This could go a lot of directions. All right. Love all things Peloton. I love this podcast. My only complaint is my drive to work isn't quite long enough, <laughs> so I never get to finish it. You said there were complaint. I was like, oh, oh no. Why do you pick this one? <laughs> hey, at least you're still getting a drive to work right now, right? That's yeah. true. Uh, thanks for including the recent interview with John Mills. Another one of my favorites. Keep up the great work. Bad- uh, and leaderboard name is Badger underscore mom. Real name, Sarah Gerard. Oh, well, thank you, Sarah. So, thank you for the very kind yes, review. Thank you very much. Also, don't forget, you can find us on the social medias, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group and check us out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out, where you can watch these shows in their entirety in HD glory. And uh, you can see the pictures that we share or our interview of the week Mm -hmm. Uh, that's always can be cool to check out yeah it's fun yeah so uh, and of course you can sign up for our newsletter when we remember to send it out whoops whoopsie yeah at the clipout.com so not as easy as I made it look well I think now the problem since we both do it sometimes is we both forget and think the other one's gonna do yeah yeah I thought you officially took it over so don't try to put it back on me what (laughs) 
So what happened was I started to do the newsletter this week and uh-huh. it turned out I was uh, screwing it the wrong direction. <laughs> So that's why there's no newsletter. So okay, well, I think you've got a pattern yes. established. <laughs> so there's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Breaking news. So everybody's fascinated with the boutique. Everybody. Night not. Well, except for those people who say things like, "I just want my century shirt. And I don't care about the rest." Okay. Everybody else. Right. But I think even people that don't necessarily want to buy the things from the boutique are fascinated by. How fast How fast things sell And what a huge part of the Peloton verse It has become I definitely agree with that And so we uh, came across some interesting information About the boutique this week Yeah, so there is a gentleman out on Twitter uh, Bob Tremor Uh, You might want to give him a follow Because he posts lots of interesting little tidbits About Peloton so this week, whenever it dropped, the thing that I noticed right away, and, and I started getting feedback right away, it was not just me that noticed, the uh, Peloton did not sell out immediately. Right. So, you know, my theory has been they needed to get caught up because of COVID and then because of this huge influx of people that joined and that once they did, they would finally be able to have enough like forethought to be able to kind of get ahead of that curve, right? stock it up enough so that everything didn't sell out in 30 seconds. This appeared to be the collection in which that was the case. Okay. They had tons of items, tons. Right. And they still have tons of items. And that's like almost a week later, which has been a long time since I could say that. So, Bob, he uh, posted this little tidbit of inventory numbers. Now, I don't know enough about data mining and And how like cracking into people's information code and the matrix i don't know anything about that so according to bob because i i asked him directly he said that everything he gained garnered Mm -hmm. from peloton was easily accessible if you knew where to look so like in his words he wasn't like doing anything nefarious i just want to point that out because i don't understand it so i can't even try to explain it but there was he wasn't hacking no yeah is that um, what the kids still call it? I don't even they know. They got something cooler that they call it? Probably. <laughs> Would we think it's cooler? No. That's another story. They call it twacking. <laughs> it's like hacking and twerking. <laughs> we got to stay focused today. Sorry. Okay. So, okay. But then what he did is he posted like kind of like updates for the first several days. So at first he was like, they dropped 73 women's and men's apparel items. And uh, he checked across everything, all of the items. He looked mm-hmm. at the inventory items. So then... I guess part three, he said there were top line figures. So (laughs) across all sizes, men and women, they had sold. I believe this was the next day. Okay. (laughs) A hundred and ninety six thousand units. Wow. Yeah. Retail value was thirteen point five million. Now, of course, that does not take into consideration everyone using codes. So we have no idea what the real number is. And then let's see. I think it was like. Okay, so that was actually later that day after it went on sale. Excuse me. Then the next day after less than 24 hours, sales have been as following. And then he had, okay, I have trouble following Twitter. Okay, is this saying that it was because it says part four, but then it says less than 24 hours. And then the numbers, the units are actually less. So I'm really confused. Maybe that's like he put some sort of benchmark and this gets tacked on. I don't know, but he could see how many items remained. And it was 120,000 items that remained. And uh, so far, it was that was only four point 
1.96 million in retail. So somehow those are out of order. But again, I'm sorry, I don't understand Twitter because it says part four, but it says 21 <laughs> minutes ago, and then it's different numbers. So I I don't know, guys. I'm I suck at Twitter. You can go look at the the photograph that we have out on our page. Excuse me, in the group, and it's it's on the YouTube. It's channel. in this YouTube channel video if you want to go look at it there. Yeah, but the point is that then two days later on December 6th, he posts that. Peloton has taken steps to close down this gap. So they became aware right. of what he was doing. Uh, and he wasn't trying to hide it. Like he, he, I think he even tagged Peloton in that post. And then he re- deleted the thread. So gotcha. you can no longer go out to his Twitter and see the thread. Somebody, I believe it was Mike Kyle, just happened to post it in our group so that we could we could all see it because we, we're all data nerds. We love to mm-hmm. see that kind of stuff. So the end result is that everything... There were huge numbers, but we don't know what numbers those look like before. I just kind of find the whole thing interesting. Yeah. I find it interesting that this is not the first time, nor as you'll see in a moment, the last time that they have abilities for people to get to their information. And as one of the people who like constantly strives to support Peloton, I find that really frustrating. Like, <laughs> come on, guys, I really want you to lock shit down because I don't want people to use this information for ill. I mean, I use it for fun right. when people give it to me, but I don't want people to use this against Peloton. Right. And this, it worries me when I see stuff like this. I People, their competitors should not be able to get that information. They should not know how many items they're ordering. They should not know how many are left at the end of a sale. I think that's bad. Yeah. That's bad mojo. But I think it's fascinating just like how important the boutique must be at this point. Oh my God, 13 million? If it's generating that kind of revenue. In apparently a day? And yeah, in a day? Like, yeah, that's insane. It is. I know at one point somebody posted on, I don't know, my Instagram, one of these other things. But they said that like between their orders, because they went back and got something else like they were hemming and hawing and they went back. Two thousand orders had passed in wow. just like like a blink of an eye. Yeah. So kind of crazy. Also, in case anybody wanted to know if you didn't see it yet, the Beyond Yoga stuff, there were outfits that were over on the European site. They didn't make it to the U.S. site. They're there today. And that's so by the time this is posted, it'll be two days later. Right. I don't know if they'll still be there. Right. But they're there at this moment. <laughs> but if that's what they made in a day, what must they make in a year? Obviously, they're not making that every day because they don't have a new. And again, there's coupon codes and there's coupon codes. But I don't think they're as prevalent as you might think. I mean, I don't they, know. They are in for the real diehards that are going there all the time. That, But I think most people don't interact at quite the same level that you do. Well, the other interesting thing is they're not making. off of that right Because they have to pay for Some kind of deal that they're whatever Right they have their cost of goods and yeah yeah. Absolutely so I I don't know I don't know but it is it is fascinating But like they do how many drops A year about one a month ish they do 14 14. The last time we talked to Jill Foley She said 14 drops a year That means that in the boutique If you can extrapolate these numbers They're probably making about Equivalent to I'm going to turn it into Nerd stuff the gross of a Marvel movie a year just off the boutique. Not an a not a top tier one, not an Avengers Endgame, but like maybe like a nice solid Ant Man. Well, know? okay, I don't want to beat this horse to death, but but like let's say they were only ordering half of that before. Because this is the first time they've had stuff left over. Right. So maybe not. Maybe they were actually kind of shooting themselves in the foot because okay, then maybe it's more like a DC movie. Yeah. Will we accept that? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's still 
a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And it's a huge revenue stream that I'm sure they never anticipated. They the didn't. Beginning. I mean, we've we've talked yeah. to Jill. We've talked to John. They did not anticipate it. This was like they just thought it was going to be a little thing. And it just keeps growing, keeps growing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, while we're talking about Bob. Okay. There was also... Today, Bob posted this, and this picture is a picture of Bradley Rose. Apparently, in this tweet, whenever Bob started digging around doing whatever he does, he found a new a new addition to the roster. Now, I don't exactly know how this works. I've already said that a million times. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know where he's looking to see this information, but it was a person who had never been there before. This guy is an instructor. He is like you can find him out on Instagram, etc. A fitness instructor, a fitness instructor. And so it appears that uh, this could be a new Peloton instructor. So the other interesting thing is that do you remember a couple weeks ago when we talked about the flower making class? Yes. Okay. So there was a flower and other stickers over a well-placed picture of what everybody assumed was a new instructor. Right. And then at some point they would announce the instructor and they would be deflowered. Right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) the interesting thing is that I kind of assumed it was a woman. Right. Based on like they were thinner. Right. I, and I don't know why. It just a woman. Well, maybe because they were holding flowers in one of the pictures. I don't know. But your cultural bias towards flowers. Absolutely. Female. It, I'm sure that's pl- playing a role <laughs> here. But this gentleman is on the thinner side. Right. He is the same color skin as the person in the photograph. Mm hmm. Maybe is him. Maybe. We don't know. Yeah. And and this guy is British, but from everything that I can tell, he's based in the United States. Gotcha. So and whoever was in that picture, we assume was a United States instructor. Because, because of the time zone. The time difference. Yeah. yeah. So we shall see. Watch this space. We might have a new instructor and it might be Bradley Rose. It might. Peloton stock ticker. So uh, joining us once again from the Run, Lift, Live group, it's John Mills. Hey, John, how's it going? Doing well. How's it going? Good. So uh, there was some interesting stuff happening this week with Apple Fitness Plus because everything has to have a plus at right. the end of it. Right. Uh, I know like right now, especially without the way I'm eating during the holidays, I changed my name to Tom Plus. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm going to have to do that, too. <laughs> You're going to change your name to Tom Plus? No, I'm going to change it to Crystal no. Plus. That makes that makes way more sense. So uh, so Apple Fitness announced their official date. Yeah. December 14th, yeah. right? That's right. Been announced. Okay. You know, when they, when they announced it, well, I hadn't heard about the announcement. I had just saw articles saying, because Peloton had been dropping that morning. So it was early in the morning. It's like 10 in the morning. And these articles kept coming out from like Business Insider and a bunch of other places. You know. Peloton's dropping because of Apple. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I went and looked and saw, oh, they they had their release. I don't think the two had anything to do with each other. You think it was just a random coincidence? Yeah, because yeah, the rest of the day, Peloton, you know, went went up. So I don't think it had anything to do with it. But they, they jumped really quick. There were articles all over the place at 10 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, App- Apple's really good about having everything like like on an embargo, and then at you know at a certain time, it just you flip a switch and kapow, it's everywhere. So you think those articles were already like yeah, ready to like go. I think that 
you know, that they issue press releases to key places and they're that they are professional enough that they trust. But they say this is embargoed until, you know, May 1st at 10 a.m. Central. And then 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 they flip the switch and all of a sudden everybody's pushing it out everywhere. Okay, so are you going to try it, John? Probably out of curiosity. I kind of want to check it out. I mean, I I feel like it's our job to research. Like for real, you know, right? I do. Right? <laughs> I know you're teasing me, but I really do. Like when I saw you post that, <laughs> I thought I could tease you more about that, but that, I'm gonna try it out too. <laughs> I feel like it's my job to not try it. I'm gonna try it. Well, I mean, if we're gonna talk shit about it, which I expect right. we will, then I gotta. Do, I need to be as accurate as possible. It's different if I, I don't. Gotta do- Serious talk shit research. There you right? go. So if if next <laughs> week, so if next week the clip out is no longer available through Apple Podcasts, <laughs> you'll know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I expect it to be like fine. I don't expect right. to have any real issues with it. I just I'm curious how it stacks up. So I just kind of want to I want to do my own deep dive, and I'm curious about your perspective too, John. So I I'm I want to see. I want to see. <laughs> And I posted in my group about it and it's 80 plus percent of the people that responded were like, yeah, we're going to check it out, too. Well, mainly because some of them, it's three months free. Right. Yeah. right. Why not? And like, what's the they're downside? Already gonna, they already have Apple products. So they're just like, well, yeah. It, it sounds like it'll be bundled in with a lot of the different packages that Apple has, too. So a lot of people have it perceptually without paying for it. Right. Yeah. The right. Apple one thing. Yeah. So right. what was the feature or was there a feature that kind of stood out to you that you were like, oh, interesting. I would not have expected that that they talked about. The only feature, and I think we talked about this before, was that how they managed to like a leaderboard based on metrics from the watch. I mean, to me, that's kind of interesting. Not that I have a watch, so I'm not going to be able to test that piece of it, but I'm going to be asking around about if any, uh-oh. <laughs> you have to tell me how that all plays. <laughs> you were flipping me off. I didn't know what to <laughs> You don't have a watch. Now, I don't know. I didn't know what that was. No, it was, I was showing that I don't have a watch. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh. <laughs> but I got it. That's the most interesting piece to me. Like, I want to. They listed in that article a bunch of stuff, but it was a bunch of stuff that every one of these platforms have. So right. Yeah. That, the articles didn't. I didn't believe. Okay, well, that's that was kind of my take on it, too. I mean, okay, so they've you can filter a lot. There's a whole bunch of uh, different options and there they have a bunch of playlists. I mean, okay, so, yeah, pretty much everybody. So I don't know. Let's I'm curious, but uh, let's see. We'll follow back up next week and see if we manage to get a workout or two in. How about that? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to try it. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, And then um, this was not a story that you came across, but I was interested for your take on it because you're very business minded and, yeah. and appreciate that aspect of the Peloton world. But we saw that a couple weeks ago, Peloton filed a patent on uh, cosmetics. Yeah. So so take on that. What's what's your feel? What's your reaction well, when I saw that, when you shared that with me, Crystal, and I, so when I saw that, I thought, okay, we, we had just saw Tunde talk about her kind of partnership right. with what, with Revlon, I think it is. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember. but it's a lipstick line. 
lipstick line. So I, I saw her partnership. And so it made me think of Lululemon. Okay, sure. so Lulu is selling fabletic type clothing, athletic clothes, clothing. Yeah. And so they acquire Mirror because it, during the pandemic, all these brick and mortars are closed and they figure this fitness platform would give them another mechanism to advertise their product. Right. Makes right? sense. Makes sense. And so people start following all these instructors and they'll say, oh, I like those magic pants. I got to get those. And, you know, so when I saw this, I thought, is this just something we're just going to start seeing where these companies that have a platform already and already got tons of people following these instructors, they'll just start offering products that they could just every class is an advertisement for that product. So here's another interesting thing. Yes. First of all, yes, yes I we, think right? that is true. Yeah. I think everything you just said is exactly what we're going to see, especially when they see how we were talking earlier before you join us about how much product they move through the boutique, right. you know, and obviously they, it has a very uh, Peloton, at least at the moment, I think has a pretty female skew. And so right. imagine if they were had their own line of cosmetics. OK, but then right. add to the fact that almost every female instructor does makeup tutorials online right. almost every yeah. single one and i feel like that's not a coincidence and then let's not forget tunde's a freaking makeup right. artist like right. let's not she, forget that's her, that yeah. <laughs> right she, that's something she knows well so wait right? so then so then my mind went has this been in the works for like two years yeah that's a yeah makes you think i hadn't yeah could be I don't know. Ultimately, the concept to me made me go, okay, what other products might they all of a sudden start? Right. But then the question I have, if they start going down that road and having more and more kind of ancillary products or parallel products, is these instructors, they make a pretty, it's a pretty good side hustle for them with various endorsement deals. And if all of a sudden they're like, well, you can't do a makeup line and you can't do a, you know, maybe you can't do a clothes line because we've got our own stuff. If they want to get that aggressive about it, you know, they, all of a right. sudden they start pulling those things off the table. What, what does the, that do for the instructors? The, are the instructors going to be like, well, then I want to make more money or I want to get grandfathered in or you know what I mean? Like it's, it yeah. raises some other complications potentially down the road. It does. And right now what they do with the uh, Peloton clothing is they say one item has to be Peloton. Everything else right. can be something else. So maybe they would even do something like that for the makeup. What I meant, though, is like if they made their clothing oh, I know. a brand line like that, like Peloton is the brand. No, I, I understand instead of a Nike or an Adidas or something. And like. I was saying they may decide not to go that route. They right. might do they might do with the makeup what they're currently doing with the makeup. And that is like, OK, so as long as you have eyeshadow on by Peloton, then you can wear whatever else you want to wear. Right. I have no idea what they will do, but it. You can't help but like go down all these rabbit holes of curiosity right. of and, what's going to happen. And as a guy, I don't know. As a guy, I'm going to assume you don't know, John. So I'm <laughs> going to direct this to you, the non-guy <laughs> in the room. Uh, do women have brand loyalty with makeup? Oh, yes. To, to the point of like, I get that there might be brand loyalty in terms of like, I only like Revlon's lipstick or I only like, I don't know, Avon's eyeshadow because okay. I'm 100 years old and know nothing about cosmetics. Right. But. Are there women who are like, no matter what type of makeup I need, lipstick, eyeliner, blush, it will only ever be this one particular brand. Is that a common thing? Absolutely. 
I think that it kind of depends on what works for you. Sure. You know, like there's always going to be things to take into consideration, like your skin type. Like mm-hmm. if they don't have something that's for your skin type, then you could care less. Like they may only have eyeshadow that works for everybody, but maybe they don't have like a foundation that works across the board, you know. So then that's going to that's going to impact your your loyalty. And a, a lot of makeup lines don't have something for everyone because you need all skin colors. You sure. need all skin types. And you, then you need things that that attract all different kinds of people. So you need the the glam, sparkly stuff, mm-hmm. but you also need the more matted things for during the day. That's a lot. That's right. a huge amount. And if I know Peloton, they're going to start small. They're going to start with right. like, we're only going to do lipsticks, for example. Right. And I go back to that because Tunde lipsticks. Right. And then they'll expand from there. That's what I think will happen. Gotcha. You know, I, I know. Yeah, I know very little, if like nothing about this topic. But I know this. <laughs> Erica would find... This happens occasionally over the you know last 30 years. She'll find like, you know, some, I don't know, eyeliner or some lipstick. And it'll be only sold at this one particular place. And it won't just be her. It'll like be like all kinds of people are looking for that one thing yep. that's out there in the in, you know, in the social world as, you know, the greatest lipstick for this skin color or whatever. It's the Air then- Jordans of lipstick. Right, right. Yeah. And then everybody's <laughs> looking for that. Like it's, it's a thing. So like yeah, so it makes me think that yeah, I'm assuming if they got into this, you know, they look like, like it looks like they are. I tell you what, guys, I can't even tell you how many posts I see that somebody posts like one of the instructors will post about anything. And the response is, what color are you wearing? What brand is that? Like, that is the response. So this will. And all of a sudden, thousands of people are kind of buying that one thing. You got it. And, you know, Peloton was like, why are we not doing that? Yeah. (laughs) I I get that about my hoodies all the time. It's why I stopped going on Instagram. Like, it's why I don't hardly post. I was like. My hoodies are for me. Like that's just my my. You don't ha- want to share your hoodies. Right. My space, and I. I understand. That. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, before we let you go, one more topic. Uh, you had found some interesting stuff about the Peloton holiday ad video. Yeah, the response oh on my. the OPP. I. I <laughs> oh my. Okay, so I don't know why. What prompted me to go? There. I just went to the Peloton page. I commonly go there, and I saw the holiday ad. It's a nice, heartwarming, comfortable ad about a brother and sister who are just competing on the bike and sending other each other Raz type messages. <laughs> it was just so holiday season appropriate. I just felt really good in my heart. And then, yes. and then I read the comments. <laughs> And I was in terror. Yeah. Okay, so so right, right. In the comments, I figured it was going to be people like, this is so nice, it's so lovely. No, there are people going, you know, I've been waiting 12 weeks for my bike and nobody even called me. What's going on? And then people come behind that. Yeah, I've been waiting about 12 weeks too. What's going on? And, I mean, they were all pissed off. So the contrast just got me. So I took an image and then, you know, you know, lined out all the faces and names right. and, and then put it in my group like wow they're going in over here right I, uh, I well, got me. and well and that's probably like you know we talked about i think it was last week about how peloton had really scaled back on their marketing at christmas time because they felt like it's you know people are going to get mad <laughs> if they're doing this big ad campaign for while their other people are sitting home still waiting on the bike that they bought you know, two months ago. <laughs> Turns out that was a yes. Yeah. And they weren't even trying that hard. Also, your comment about the um 
the digital offering and how um, <laughs> Peloton <laughs> was pointing out that they could people could take the yoga and the stretching and the meditation. <laughs> That was just, I mean, it sounds like it's helpful, right? These people are all upset. And then Peloton comes back and said, well, we're going to, you know, complimentary. You can just take, you know, digital. You can take some meditations and some outdoor walks. I thought, wow, that sounds like you just told me to calm down. Yeah, that's some passive aggressive shade. Like, I mean, pat, pat, pat. like, honestly, I'm like, as somebody who has in my day job has to respond to to shitty comments on the Internet, I'm like, well done. I like I, that's makes me want to start offering some yoga yeah. and meditation when people post things I don't like. Oh, you didn't like the way I said that? Here's a meditation class for you. I wish I wish I could afford to hire whoever wrote that. That's yeah. Take this outdoor walk. I mean, I mean, I I I, I kid, but I mean, I do feel for these people. I mean, they're they're upset because. I, it doesn't sound like they're really upset about the delay. They're they're upset because they don't think they're being getting the appropriate level of communication. Yeah, clearly, so I, clearly. I, I get it. It just all of this, all the kind, the, the little things in this. Just I just found humor in how it was playing. You know what it reminds me of? Like 10, 15 years ago, I played some prank on Erica. I don't even remember what the prank was. But I played some prank on her, which I've done a lot. And the next morning, I'm getting out of bed and I'm all comfy and I get into a warm shower Uh-oh. and I'm just in there, not even taking a shower. I'm just like, this. I look up, she has a bucket of cold water she pours oh. on me. Cold water. And then I'm in chaos. That's what that post looked like. It was all warm and just lovely somebody pour cold water somebody pour cold water you know that that is some insight as to why your marriage has lasted so long and i don't even know if you really connected the dots but all this time later years later you don't remember the prank but you remember the consequence That's a question was painful. Yes. That says Erica chose well. She knows your currency. (laughs) John was like, You know that cold where you're trying to talk and then you just go, That's how bad it was. John was like, Duly noted. And then uh, piggybacking on on that post real quick, because I think it applies, but Bloomberg talked to John Foley about the supply chain issues, and he had some interesting comments about that. Yeah. So he talked about um, the uh, he said that for a long time, we're going to be scrambling to increase our capacity and we hope to resolve some outstanding supply issues. For now, we have cut ad spending to avoid inflating expectations. Your reaction cracked me up. It would have never even occurred to me. To have the reaction of they put a governor on growth. <laughs> I mean, and, and I got some pushback on that too. I mean, I understand why. Yeah. I wasn't trying to say I didn't understand why. Sure. No, I totally I get that. I do. It. I get that. But if you're just an investor, just thinking if you're just an investor, right. you put a whole bunch of money behind a company, which so happened I did. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the, the CEO goes, by the way, we're going to slow this ship down because we. <laughs> You're like, wait, right? wait, I, full I'm steam like, ahead. Wait, what? 
I do <laughs> think long term it's the right decision to make, though, as someone who too. also puts money into it, right? But right. Uh, but I think it it is the right term, the right decision to make because it's like you don't you also don't want to piss people off, and so right. like you certainly want to grow, and you hate to you know to steal a metaphor, throw cold water on <laughs> on the growth, but um, but also like it doesn't really behoove them. To keep pushing bikes that they that they can't get into people's hands and just right. get those delay times. If it's twelve weeks now for some people, if they if they kept pushing, they're going to see those delay times creep up to fourteen, fifteen, right. you know, tw- right. eighteen weeks, and that I mean that gets even uglier. So I think as much as it sucks, it's the right call, but it doesn't make it not suck. Right, you know, it's like you know, I've invested in stocks before, and then it didn't turn out well and then i'll be all upset about it and then erica will be like that's done like let it go that's that's over right like that's, that's the way she sees it while yeah. i'm just still in pain like with the what could have been but she doesn't deal with what could have been she just deals with what is or is it i feel like wait, wait wait with, oh man so I, this I, reminds I, me I think, hang on you need to be like wait a second erica wait a second like you threw cold water on me in the shower and now you're telling me to let something go she told me to let it go That's why he's still married to her Do not give him Don't take his advice John Just do what I, you've I, been doing I heard that Tom. You might, I Think about this No I'm, If nothing else If nothing else The next time she's in the car Maybe just play this part And then right. And then she can be mad at me But right. you You can live vicariously through what I'm saying And then you could even be like You know stop it before it gets this part You could even be like That Tom's a real son of a bitch I like he, I am shocked and appalled at the way He thinks and behaves I can't believe it Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And But that's the way I thought About this thing with Foley saying you know we're gonna have to slow I thought I was like thinking what could have been. Yeah. I know maybe they could have never been prepared for a pandemic happening and all. Right. But your mind goes, yeah, what if they had had the facilities to do the to produce enough for the demand? Wow. So I'm but, doing the what if like this, like I always do. But on the flip side, in the post. On the flip side, though, if they had had that capacity, you would have spent the last year thinking, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. They're not going to have that kind of demand. <laughs> That's true. You know I mean? That's so true. Uh, it, you know, it's a it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of a situation. So you're right. Yeah. That's true. That's but true. Uh, well, anyway, thank you so much for joining us again. Until next week, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook in my Run, Lift, and Live page or group. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at runliftandlive.com. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1. I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel it's like i get all of my vitamins and i'm ready for the day just with a drink and like i said it's a good tasting drink and it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an ag1 every day yes and not only did i replace my multivitamin with ag1 but i love that every scoop also includes prebiotics probiotics and digestive enzymes for gut support it also has vitamin c and zinc to support my immune health if there's one product i had to recommend to elevate your health it's ag1 and that's why i've partnered 
partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? (laughs) Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us today via the magic of Zoom tube, Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. Her long running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show, she's written four best selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's six step guide to improving communication, connection and intimacy. Dr. Jen. Hi. Hi. Hey there. So last time uh, we we had reached out to listeners to get some suggested mm-hmm. questions. So we're going to that well once again. And this person said, you exercise all the time. You feel like you're stronger, but you don't have definition. You don't feel like you're seeing it physically. What do you do now? Mm-hmm. I would say stop. But, <laughs> well, you you never would have started. But that, stop exercising, Tom. That's yeah. right. before you started. <laughs> that's why they're is, asking Dr. Jen right, right. and this not is you. Why, this is why I don't I don't have a segment, right? This is why I'm comic relief and you're trained professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I think that the fact that you are exercising, you're exercising consistently, and you're getting stronger is everything. And it is what it means is that you're going to like providing all in the world goes as it's supposed to. You're going to live longer. You're going to be healthier. You're doing things that are going to help fight cancer, diabetes, heart disease. Like you're doing all the right things and you're getting stronger, which means that your body is responding to the exercise. And what we have to keep in mind is that we can control the process, but we can't control the outcome. We can control how often we work out. We can control what we do, but we can't really control how our body responds to the exercise. Hmm. And you are getting the health benefits. And to me, where you want to focus on is the body acceptance aspect. You know, we're not all Olivia Amato body types. We're not all super cut, super muscular, sinewy kind of fitness models. And 
it doesn't mean that you're not healthy. It doesn't mean that your body is not beautiful. And really, to me, the work for someone who's struggling with this is to be able to look at her body and say, I mean, I'm assuming her, but it could be a him, um, to look at his or her body and be able to say, well, look at how beautiful my body is. Look at all this incredible stuff my body does. How cool is it that I can get through you know, a 30 minute spin class? How amazing is it that I'm lifting heavier weights? And to be able to appreciate that process and that you're getting results, it just may not be the results that you have chosen to prioritize. And it may be a good idea to kind of change your priorities and mm -hmm. let your priority be your health instead of this idealized body image that may not be what your body's meant to do. Different people have different body types and you can be someone who is super healthy and super fit, but it's just not as muscular and defined as someone else. So maybe the definition they should be working on is how they define success. Oh, listen to you. That's a freebie. You can put exactly. that in your next book. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. But it's but it's true. It, it's it's very true. You know, it's like the thing that inspired me to work out initially and has continued to is I really want to live a long time to see my children's children. Like I want to dance at their wedding. Like I want to I want to be able to, you know, I do yoga at least once a week. I used to hate yoga before Peloton, but like it was the Billy Joel yoga class. <laughs> that's that the one that got you. <laughs> what was that? I said, that's the one that got you like you're. you're oh, yeah, that is the one because I'm a hardcore Billy Joel fan. And that just sucked me. I was like, OK, I can do this. Like, please this tell is me, fun. please tell yeah. me they have a move called the Downeaster Alexa. <laughs> you, they should. They absolutely should. That's that's a good one. But I like when I do it. I like I think about the studies I read about. As we get older, our balance is not as good. And I always think like I want for my kids to not have to worry. I'm going to fall over, right. and yeah. I want to be able to go up and down the steps. I don't want to break a hip. So it really is. I, I, you're right on the money, Tom. That it's about redefining what success is, and success is good health. Success is being able to live a long time, being stronger, having having bones that are less brittle, having lungs that are working well. And I think it's really important to work on self-acceptance and appreciating the beauty of our bodies, even when they don't look like some supermodel that we expect them to or hmm. want them to. Hmm. Somebody's always jealous of someone else, of a feature someone else has that they don't. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yes. no matter what, there's somebody that wishes they could have that aspect yes. of what you have. Yeah. Yep. And it's also so often I talk to people who have struggled with their weight or eating disorders who have said to me, you know, if, if I just appreciated how good I looked then when I thought that I was fat or I was so critical of my thighs or I hated my ass, like if I just look like I did then now I would really appreciate it. And I, and I think it speaks to we need to work on appreciating ourselves. And one of the things that I have found as a therapist and also as someone who's recovered from an eating disorder is that we don't change by hating ourselves. We don't change by not liking what we see in the mirror. I had to accept my body 50 pounds heavier than it was than it is now in order to treat it with kindness and love which allowed me to get to my healthy natural weight which was ultimately a lot less but only because I was able to not use food as 
punishment or withholding and have a negative relationship with it. Because when you don't like yourself and when you look in the mirror and you're so critical, you're more likely to overeat. You're more likely to be like, oh, take that. You know, like we just can be so mean to ourselves. And that does not make us make healthy choices. It, On the contrary, it tends to make us overeat and tends to make us not honor our bodies and our hunger and our satiation and eat the foods that we love because there's always got to be a balance. Hmm. Awesome. Well, wow. thank you for all that. Yes, definitely. And uh, until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on social media at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. So there was an interesting uh, moment this week. Uh, There's a series of moments. Series of moments, but like <laughs> poor Matt Wilpers. We don't say this to beat uh, up on him. It's just no. kind of hard to not talk about something like this occurring. Well, the thing is, is that, like I said in my post, you know, it just shows you that everybody, even the people that we, you know, we focus on and put on a pedestal right. on social media, they're people. Yeah. They're human. So for people that miss it, you should probably address what So yeah, occurred. so if, if you missed it, literally in the middle of taking a live run and uh, all of a sudden Matt Wolper's eight minutes and 38 seconds left with no warning whatsoever, he looks down seriously at his monitor yeah. and he says, I'm sorry, guys, I got to go. My, stom- go. my stomach hurts. Yeah. And then fade to black. Yeah. I was I I mean, it took me like several seconds to be like, they're not going to bring it back. Like I was still running up this hill. (laughs) And then I was like, I need to switch gears. And I went to do a cool run, a cool down run. But, um, you know, it's like I've never experienced that. I don't think anybody else has good for the team being so quick and shutting it down. Yeah. And like you said. I, we're really sorry for Matt Wilbers. Like yeah. he has stomach issues. He's addressed this before. This yeah. is not a one-time thing, and it must have been miserable really yeah. for him to end a class. It is not something he normally totally. would have done. And when they create, when Peloton creates as much live content as they do, something like this is bound to happen eventually. So it is. It's just, so hopefully he's getting a feeling better. I, I definitely hope updates? so. I have not seen anything. He did not take. Uh, he did not do his class that later that day. It was like a. It was like a half hour later. There was a live strength class. He did show his humor and he posted a picture of an angry cartoon stomach and it said, "Sorry about that, guys. Didn't mean to leave you hanging. Uh, my stomach took a selfie and sent it to me, and I thought that was great. Like that's the perfect humor, you totally. know. So he's he's okay, but I don't." I don't know if he's like this is an ongoing thing can will continue or not. So yeah. we'll we'll have to hang in there. But oddly, right after that, I went to go take a yoga class. Right, and then uh, and then it was another reminder of how much our instructors are like. They're so much in the focus. They are right. constantly on. You ever have one of those days where you're just like, I do not want to be on. I just want to be <laughs> like in my pajamas, and I don't want to deal with anybody. I'm always on. You kind of are, but. Uh, Surely you've had those days. Sure. And so I went to go take this yoga class with Aditi and she was a little teary and sad. Her her dog had just passed away oh. and um, I felt so bad for her. And she she told stories about him, which was adorable and sweet and heartfelt. And but I know it was hard for her. Yeah. It was her way of processing. Sure. And uh, I thought it was a smart thing to do. It's like you already know you're going to be upset. So you might as well just meet it head on. Yeah. And go that route. And it's like that's what they would tell us to do. That's what the instructors mm-hmm. would tell us to do. Say practice what they preach. But then example number three, this all happened in one morning. I was like, what is happening in Peloton today? Because then I got all these messages from people and somebody had left up on the screen a test class that was occurring in the London studio. I believe it was 1030 UK time. 
10.30, I don't, I don't know, 10.30. So I yeah. guess it would have been a.m. And uh, apparently it went live. Okay, so we often see these test classes. Like right. it happens all the time. I get them all the time. People send them to me all the time. It happens. There are a yeah. lot of things they're testing out. But they don't usually actually go live. And this one went live. And, and it went live for like five minutes. And they had a hot mic, yeah. which should not have been on. And I'm not going to repeat what was said. It wasn't awful, awful. Right, right. But it would have been embarrassing for somebody to have been overheard. Gotcha. And then um, and then it went to, eventually it went to black and just all music. So like this, this woman that is up on screen right now, this is one of the techs in the London studio ah. and not an instructor and clearly had no intention of being, you know, she <laughs> right. probably had no idea that even occurred. Totally. Uh, so, you know, gosh, all I can say is sometimes I forget that everybody is just doing a job, yeah. you know, like Matt, Aditi, this woman in the London studio, they all got up that day. And thought it was going to be a normal day and did not expect for any of those things to occur. And it's reminder, like, it's okay to have a bad day. Right. It it's happens. okay. It so happens. No I, harm, no fall. No. I appreciate everybody being professional and uh, doing what they needed to do despite all of their challenges. So new content. So it looks like we're inching closer to class stacking. We talked we talked about this. Uh, we broke this story, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, it's been Something a while. Like that. Yeah. It's been a while. That class stacking is is coming and people are very yeah. excited about that. But we should probably talk about it real quick because I know some people have asked, reached out to ask, like they don't fully get like why it's that big of a deal. Yeah. So so if you go back through the history of Peloton, there there used to be a great emphasis on longer classes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes. Then you had the, you kind of evolved into uh, Stephen Little doing heart rate zone training. And he really focused on the longer classes at a lower intensity. That's where all of your fat burning takes place. And and most importantly, it wasn't just about fat burning because I know that some people disagree with that theory. But the major point was it was the endurance. So if you wanted to go do a hundred mile bike ride, this is how you do it. This is how you train. You don't get on and do an hour a week. Like right. that's not going to an hour a couple of days a week. That's not going to do it. Right. This is how you train. And um then right after that, you had power zone classes hit. And and those the same kind of thought process behind it. You're really training. You're training for an event. You're not just training you're not just getting on the bike and getting stronger and losing weight. It becomes this whole like I am an athlete and now I can train for things like an Ironman and stuff like that. So it was a whole different way of looking at it. Why does that matter? Because all of those classes focused on a longer format. Well, as we've talked about a million times, Peloton has the data apparently to show that, you know, all of these shorter classes are what people take. That's like, what people gravitate towards. 80% of the classes yeah. are, are 20, 20 minutes. I, I know that that ticks people off, but it, right. it is what it is. So Peloton has gone in that direction to meet the demand. Then you add in COVID happens mm-hmm. even more. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, now we had another purge. And uh, so a lot of the longer classes got hit. And I think I think that if there's two things happening here. I think that that's because we have the um, music. That's still going to be an issue. It's right. going to be a rolling case basis. Right. And those rides happen to be older and they're not being taken. Right. I, I know people have classes they go back and take over and over again. I hardly ever do. Right. And I think I think there's a lot more people like me. I think there's people that jump on and they're just taking whatever's in front of them. Why does that all matter to class stacking? Because class stacking will will be good for those people who need those longer rides. Yeah. Because they will be able to stack 
three 20 minute rides still have an hour then they can use the skip intro feature and they're still going to have a warm-up that they're going to have to deal with but yeah. it, it will help make things better and more smooth I get it. I know. I hear you all in my head yelling that this is not satisfying <laughs> you. I know that. I'm just explaining why for a lot of people, this is why class stacking is important. Right. Uh, it really fits the bill. It, it's a history thing that people who are new to Peloton, they're not going to get the full understanding right. of that. So I'm just providing it. And people probably just need to make their peace with the fact that Peloton's always going to prioritize the newer stuff. And the same way that Netflix prioritizes the newer stuff. The first original programming on Netflix was a mafia show called Lilyhammer, I think it was. Try and find it. It's on there if you search for it, but like it's never going to pop up on your main screen when you log into Netflix. That's eight years ago. They don't care anymore. You know, and I think you made a good point about keeping people in the present, too. Yeah, I think that, you know, when you and I were talking about it offline, you talked about how Peloton is kind of pushing people to be in the present. Yeah. But even if they're not like even if that had nothing to do with it, Peloton is going to keep making changes, whether you guys agree with them or not. You have the power to speak up about it. You know that the data is what does it. If you want things to change. You need to get people to take the classes. It does not matter how much you talk about it. If you don't have the numbers to back it up. I just think that's a reality. I know that I know there are people grumbling at me right now, but that's that's just a reality. Yeah. So and then there's a new filter that's finally rolling out on the bikes. Yeah. So first it hit Android. Then it finally hit over on the iPhone. And now it's finally rolling out into the bikes. The taken not taken feature. So whenever you are filtering classes, you can quickly see what you have taken and not taken, which will be important for all the things that I just talked about. When you're trying to put a playlist together, you want to be able to quickly see what you've already taken. So you don't throw some ride in there that you've already done. Uh, So this this will be helpful for people um, now and in the future. And then also tread weights at long last are back in stock. Yep. Yep. As uh, it will see December 7th, they hit. I checked today, December 9th. They are still in stock. Can't promise how long they're going to be there, but uh, get them while you can. And that's important because weights have been really hard to find. Not just Peloton weights, any weights. Everywhere. Yeah. They have been hard everywhere. So get them while you can. Spread the word. There were a couple of interesting new positions open at Peloton. Yeah. So if you think back to the cosmetics discussion we had, you think about what we were just talking about with the store, Mm -hmm. a whole lot of product growth, right? Right. Well, Peloton has not ignored that. Right. Uh, So they are hiring a VP of product for e-commerce. They are hiring a VP of engineering for e-commerce. Also, I think it's fascinating. Um, You know, John Foley has talked many times about how they plan more global expansion beyond what they've already done. And now they are hiring a director, a new position director of Product International. So it definitely shows that there are going to be lots of things happening beyond UK, Germany and Canada. So and you know, we've talked about the classes that are good, that we think are coming in the different languages. John Foley touched on that in the last thing. There, there's a lot like John Mills. No, John Foley talked oh, about it. He talked about I thought, it. Okay, I see he, he talked about it during one of the most recent earnings calls. We discussed that with John Mills, gotcha. though. Uh, there's a lot of Johns. <laughs> yes. And uh, so this will be exciting because people are saying like Peloton has kind of lost their innovation. I really think there's things in the works that people have no idea about. Yeah. I still think there is something coming with nutrition. I still think there's something coming with this cosmetics. Now I think there's going to be something interesting with uh, the global. So like, don't count them out. Just yet. Agreed. 
So Tonal has introduced Cardio Dance. They have. They partnered with, uh, I believe it's a company called Cardio 305. They have special instructors, guest instructors that came over and they're doing nothing but teaching cardio content. So it's another way to, you don't necessarily want to go all out on the bike, but you want to, for your cardio, right. you've just done a strength. This is a great way to pair just that. Just roll right into it. Exactly. I love I love that they give you so many ways, both at Peloton and Tonal, to be able to mark all those days on the calendar. If you're not, if you if you want to have every day that you did something on Tonal, you can do a strength, you can do core, you can do meditations, you can do bar, you can do Pilates, and now you can do cardio dance. So they just keep adding to the repertoire. And of course, it's a sleek at home gym. If you don't know what we're talking about, I don't know how you couldn't at this point, but it's <laughs> it's strength training for your home, and it uses electromagnets so you can lift replicate. Kate's lifting weights. It's a pretty nifty concept. It's it's a beautiful machine. It is. It is. It's very nice looking. I'll stand there and look at it. <laughs> they also have all of these uh, new features: the form feedback, the advanced weight modes. You've got spotter, eccentric, burnout, chains, and they just added smart flex, which is amazing. So you can do all of these things, keep strength training even while you can't go to the gym. The form feedback is pretty impressive because it lets you know if you're not doing a move right and it it's not looking at you. There's it, no the camera's there, but it's not even turned on yet. Right. The handles that you use to access the weight, it can tell if you didn't do it right and it'll give you a little tip and says, Hey, you know, do this longer or pull this sooner or I don't know. But it but it tells you. It and does. that's the important thing. It does. And right now you can try tonal for thirty days risk free if you visit www.tonal.com for a hundred dollars off the smart accessories when you use promo code the clip. Out at checkout. That's www.tonal.com. Promo code the clip out. Tonal, be your strongest. Peloton in the news. Yahoo had a, an interesting article about Toon Day this week. They did. She got to share her tips about self-care and staying disciplined. And, uh, you know, she talked to us about this whenever we interviewed her last year and Mm -hmm. talked about how she stays disciplined. And it's all about feeling exercising to feel good, not to look a certain way. Um, And I love hearing Toon Day talk. I could listen to her all day. She has so many great pieces of advice. So definitely check out this article. And then speaking of Tunde, she's really making the rounds right now. She, she is. She was on the Alley on the Run podcast. Yeah, tons of people in the Peloton community listen to this podcast, um, and uh, it's very popular with the uh, the Peloton set. Uh, but one of the most recent interviews had Tunde in it, so I haven't gotten to listen to it yet, but I heard glowing reviews, so definitely check that out. Then there's a uh, Flash Challenge coming up. There is. Yeah, it starts on uh, it started on December 6th, goes through December 19th. So what you do is it's all about the new bike boot camps. You take four of them over 14 days. So this is a perfect time if you haven't had a chance to take uh, one of the new bike boot camps with Day because she is now an instructor. We're on a Day streak here. (laughs) Make sure you check those out because she is an amazing instructor. And I think uh, doing a boot camp with her and getting those arms would be a bonus. And while we're speaking of challenges, there's a Peloton has a December challenge. They do. And so you get a gift for completing five workouts, 10 workouts and 15 workouts, maybe beyond that. We don't know. But you get gifts for completing them. Uh, somebody on the OPP as a side, as an aside, yeah. they said that they wanted to know when Peloton was mailing them like they thought it was really going to be a gift. <laughs> 
So that's the kind of thing you find in the OPP these okay. days. But the kind of gift that Peloton had in mind was like, here's a brand new badge. <laughs> <laughs> they also, one of the things that they talked about, uh, they posted like, hey, this is our first gift this year. And I don't think you have to do the challenge. Well, I know you don't have to do the challenge. You can get it anywhere. It's having all of these amazing holiday classes that are, they have um, themes around music For example There's tons of them guys But two that I am super excited about One is coming up tonight So it will have already occurred on Friday Okay, But it is going to be Maddie Majacomo He just announced today Mara Marathon is back <laughs> And uh, this time it's going to be Mara the Holiday Edition I can't freaking wait Apparently Maddie drank too much eggnog So Mara's going to have oh, to fill in for him So that's going to be amazing And uh, then the other one I am really looking forward to Jen Sherman 60 Minutes Epic Sing-Along Holiday Edition so it's going to be all the holiday classes. All Christmas songs? Uh, yes. Nice. Yes. 60 minutes. And it's been so long since and we've done an epic sing-along. And that's a lot of Christmas songs because most Christmas songs are like two and a half to three minutes long. So they're pretty short. Yeah. So I am so stoked. And there are tons of them. There's rides. There's runs. There's meditations, yoga. It's all over the place. So take the holiday classes. You will not want to miss them. Awesome. So then we have um, a sad update. We do. Uh, oh, my God. This is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, so anybody that has been following uh, Jen Graham's Thorson, uh, her family, uh, she did the smiles for Miles and yeah. um, she did the ride for Carter. Her her son, Carter, he has sadly passed away. Um, he passed away from end stage renal failure. She posted last week that he didn't have long and unfortunately he passed away. Um, please send your love to this wonderful family who has been through so much uh it's the holidays it would suck no matter what Yeah, there's never a good time never but yeah um but it i don't know what they're going through i know that we lost my sister under tragic and surprising consequences and yeah. it changed our family forever i i don't know how this would be in relation to that i just know it was terrible for right. us and my heart goes out to them so and then an odd segue but oddly fitting yeah uh, <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> so there's a new artist series coming. Yes. From Nicki Minaj. Yes. Who uh, Jen posted what that was one of Carter's favorites. Yeah. And I'm glad that it happened this week because the Nicki Minaj classes were this week. Like it was the 9th through the 11th. And since it happened this week, since Carter passed this week, that is, I think, healing timing. Yeah. For, for Jen and her husband. So... Their whole family. And then finally, John Foley is to be honored in the 2020 edition of Bloomberg Business Week as one of 2020's Bloomberg 50. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty major accomplishment. Uh, you can see all of the honorees out at the Bloomberg site, but it's kind of crazy. So it, it talks about people in business, science, all over the place. I mean, as you can, uh, if you're looking at the website right now or you're looking at the YouTube channel, some of the other nominees include Fauci. Um, you go to this page and the first thing you, the two easiest faces to make out, John Foley, Fauci. That's a rarefied air. I mean, this year is just, it's, you know, this year, Fauci, you know? Yeah. And so then right next to him, John Foley. Yeah. So that's, wow, pretty amazing. Absolutely. 
So congrats to Peloton. Congrats to John Foley. Um, I can't wait to hear all the details of, of that honoring. Like, I'm sure there will be some kind of celebration of that. So if you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs. And you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Very cool. Yeah. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Zoom Tube is Eli Winfrey. Hey, Eli, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for being on here. I was saying, I was saying uh, before we started officially recording that I think you're the first guest who has a better mic than we do. Yeah, that thing's that thing's fancy looking. Yeah, that's a that's a real radio mic. That's the kind that I always look at. Like we should get some of these, and then I and then I throw them in the Amazon cart, and I'm just like. I think it's probably fine what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great, though. It's awesome. So uh, while we're on that subject, tell us about your radio show. Tell us about what that is, how you got that fancy mic. How you came to be in such possession of such a fancy microphone. (laughs) Um, uh, The microphone, you know, I same as you. I just got on Amazon and was looking and was like, oh. I like that. And they have gold. Oh, I want the gold one. And that's how it came to be. Um, the radio show, you know, I, I'm an autism advocate and I do a lot of things in the community. And I get asked all the time to, you know, create a radio show or produce a radio show. I, I've been told you have a radio voice. I, I don't really know what that means. But in advocating, I just said, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? You know, you get laughed at. That's fine. You yeah. know, and and. It's taken off. And, you know, we talk about ways that folks are giving back to the community, how they're raising awareness for autism for low income families. Uh, It's pretty educational. We do have a bit of fun when we answer guest questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've done the show now for, I think, three years, going on three years. So that's fantastic. That's awesome. So where does it where where do people find it? So the show originated on blogtalkradio.com. Okay. But now we, we've been able to get it on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. So wherever you download your favorite podcast, you just type in the Elijah Winfrey Show and it pops up and you go from there. That's awesome. fabulous. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Thank you. So how did you originally find Peloton? My wife found it before I did. So about this time last year. Okay. 
we always take a family vacation to a local hotel that we love. And we were there and uh, they had a Peloton bike in the fitness room. Now, I was upstairs with our little guy and hanging out. And so she went down to work out. She comes back and she's bouncing off the wall. She's got all this energy. She's like, oh, I just got on the Peloton. It is so worth it. And before that, we had kind of made fun of that Peloton commercial that got all that bad press. Right. Okay, yeah. Right. Right. So we were like, I don't know about that. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't know if we're going to get a Peloton. But she came back and she had such energy. And so in January, we said, let's just buy it. And I'm still, I hadn't written it yet. So I'm still kind of like, I don't know what the hype is. So, right. You know, so she gets it. We get it set up. I take my first ride and I was hooked. <laughs> I was, I was all in. Cause before I would like, you know, my workout consisted of what I used to do in the military, push-ups, sit-ups, you know, jogging, sprinting outside occasionally, but getting on the bike, I was like, um, Let's cancel the gym membership. We got Peloton. <laughs> this is all we need, you know? Yeah, the military, and, they'll buy a $400 hammer, but they're not going to buy anybody a Peloton. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was it was like a match made in heaven. And, you know, I quickly understood what the hype was about. The instructors were fabulous. And you just feel like you're in every class physically. Like you can reach out and touch them, you know, from the house. So we became hooked. Haven't missed a day since. You haven't missed a day? A day? Not one day? Well, let me backtrack. Let me me correct. (laughs) I I had surgery in September, so I missed a few days. My wife hasn't missed a day since we bought it. So up to that point, I hadn't missed a day. Like, we were that hooked. Well, we're going to need to see the doctor's note in order to (laughs) allow for that. Like, that's... I love I, it. I guess I guess we'll allow a break for surgery. There you go. If you're gonna I be like that. It was like just a few days. Right. Like yeah. I don't know what kind of surgery you had, but whenever I had surgery, the doctor was like, You can't do any kind of cardio because it's it could mess up like, you know, the arteries of too much blood flow, might mess up sutures, you can't you can't do anything. And it was like two weeks, so And and that's the thing, right? That's exactly what they told me. So I'm sitting there after surgery and I'm going, okay, can I work out? And the doctor's looking at me like, this guy is insane. Like you just (laughs) had surgery. And he goes, no. And if you do, you can only go 20%. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And he's like, no, no, we're just going to call your wife and say, don't let him get on the bike, you know, for a week, you know? So I was clamoring to to try to get back on. And so the surgery I had is going to take a full six months. So somewhere in March, I'll be able to really go 100 percent. Right now, I'm able to go 80 to 90, which is good. Yeah, I can't I can't chase PRs. But, uh, you know, that's what the Peloton bug has done. It's kind of, you know, we won't go anywhere if we know they don't have a Peloton nearby. Like, is a Peloton in a hotel? It doesn't. No, we're not going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so. What kind of workouts were you doing before? Like, were you were, before you got the Peloton? Were you working out all the time, or were you just like when you felt like it? Did you have a, a cadence of some kind? You know, I would do push ups, sit ups a lot. It varied day in and day out. It wasn't it wasn't a set regimen, and I think because it wasn't set, Peloton was a blessing to kind of get me back on track. Because before, when the pandemic hit, we were sitting around saying. I'm so thankful that we got the Peloton. Yeah. Because even though even though I was doing push-ups and sit-ups, you have that lapse where you go, I ain't working out today. I'm going to get me some cupcakes and some cookies (laughs) and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to chill out, you know. But 
my routine, I, I always tried to follow that strict military style of getting up at five, doing sit-ups, doing push-ups, eat breakfast, then get back into doing push-ups, sit-ups before I answer any office questions that I have through email and stuff like that. So it was kind of, it wasn't consistent. Okay. Okay. And then, and since you've been working out since then, and especially with the surgery, have you been using any of the other Peloton content or you just like, you just love the bike and that's where you're, you're at? I'm all over everything. (laughs) (laughs) I do. The the only thing I haven't done are the boot camps and the outside running and walking, but the yoga and I'm not very flexible, but I'll get in there and try. And then when I feel that cramp in that area that it shouldn't be cramping in, I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe I should maybe you know, kind of scale it back a little bit. So I, I try to do everything, the cardio, the stretching. I know that Rebecca Kennedy is like, hey, man, you've taken my classes like 500 times. Can you like go do another instructor? <laughs> I don't think any I don't instructors know. I bet she's yeah. like, ba-bow, he's taking yeah. all my classes. <laughs> totally. Well, I would think with your military background, you just started with the boot camps. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah, it hit me because I was like, I want to do that. But then, you know, we have the bike in a place where it's just hard to kind of get on, get off, gotcha, yeah. get to the mat. It just, you know, it's a lot of it doesn't flow well. We have to do. Right. I guess also it might be like, no, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to that too. That too. I don't need a to do that, that again. <laughs> <laughs> so you post a lot on the OPP. That's actually where where I saw your post. I've seen your post for a long time now. But what inspired you to do that? Because there is a lot of of negativity in the OPP, and you have very positive posts. So thank you, you for that. You might be the only positive posts in the OPP anymore. <laughs> They're hard to find. You got to dig. You do. You do. You know, I try to, when I post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I try to post what I'm thinking at that moment. You know, what am I going to, how do I motivate myself and then pass that on to folks on the page? And I haven't had any negative comments, you know, in every post that I've had. Now, that's not to say that that's not coming. You know, based on what you see, like that trend is this ain't going to last forever. Like somebody's going to say something. <laughs> Enjoy right? it while you can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So I, I just I just try to share my thoughts. And for the most part, everybody's taken to it. And I try to respond to everybody. And the page is kind of like all my platforms. All my social media platforms are positive. I don't get political. I don't talk about religion. It's about positivity, trying to inspire and kind of sharing, you know, funny things about what I'm doing on my family and, you know, how we're kind of getting along and, and things like that. So it's been a blessing because I've, I've met a few friends who would private message me and say, hey, man, you're like Teflon. Nobody's ever said anything negative. You're like the most positive person on the page. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure there are other people positive. I think they probably see my positivity and go, it's a robot. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is very possible. Yeah. But but like why did you originally think to post there? What got you? You were like I would like to share this inspiration. What kind of struck you? I wanted to just share me. Like just this is me. And I wanted to go to a spot or a place where I didn't know anybody. And so I just said I'm going to start here. Like on my Facebook page or my you know, personal page. I know a lot of people and, you know, there's some good and some bad, but everybody's always fighting about something, whether it's political, religion. And then they go, well, Eli, what do you think? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't talk about it on on social media. If you want to talk face to face, we can do that. 
and the Peloton pages, it was like it was like a I don't want to say break, but it's kind of like a little retreat where I get to kind of share how I'm feeling and people get to see who I am. And it's refreshing to get that love back, you know. So that's why I I do it. it. It just it helps continue to build me up and help me evolve into who I'm supposed to be. I love that. Yeah. It's yeah. It just gets so ugly over there. It so does. It's nice. It does. To, it does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's and and that that's what struck me about your posts because like I'm like heard it, read it, seen it. Oh hey, refreshing. And then you know it's like another <laughs> few days later. Oh, there's a nice post. You know, it just it stands right. out. It stands out against all the muck and complaining over there. So oh, again, and, thank and you, you. Right. <laughs> and you see so much. When I got on the page in the beginning, I would scroll and I'm like, is there anything positive in here? Like everybody's <laughs> fighting. Like what's going on? Or they're, somebody just got kicked out of saying they're leaving the page and they're like, well, get out. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I should post if it's going to be like that. It's like the page is intended to inspire and uplift. But you see it and you go, I don't know. I don't want to get in the mud with everybody. I'll just kind of stay out here and you, let them do what they do. You know, what's crazy is back when I started which has been about, it's been a little over four years at this point. There were 8,000 people on that page and it was positive. Like the negative posts were the odd ones out. Yeah, Lots of people posted the way you post. And it was just, it was a lovely place to be. It was, everybody was comparing rides and planning rides together. Right. It was so wonderful. And to see what it's turned into, it's it's kind of crazy to watch the evolution of it. But that's why I really enjoy your posts because that that is what Peloton is about for me. And that, you know, the the lifting people up, the the sharing, the positive experiences, the motivation that is right. All of those things are Peloton to me. So I, I love that you exude that that Peloton. Well, energy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But you, you also see how it's broken off to where there's Boo Crew, there's right. the Black Peloton page. There's like these different pages, like little tributaries and, that you can go down. Yes, yeah, right. And, you know, I, I'm a member of a, some of them, but then mm-hmm. you kind of see like. You still see the back and forth, Yep. you know, yeah. whether they're uh, fighting over an instructor who didn't do what they wanted them to do. It's like <laughs> you see the divisiveness. And it's like, hey, hey, you know, I'm just trying to bring love. I, you know, I <laughs> It's OK if you didn't get a shout out and it's yeah. OK right. if they sang while they what they were they were teaching. It's all right. right. It's going to be OK. <laughs> right. Yeah. With the shout outs, it reminds me of like when I was a kid growing up and like you'd call and request a song on the radio and like. Sometimes you'd hear your song, sometimes you wouldn't. And then sometimes they'd play back your call and you'd hear, you know, that you'd hear them talking to you as the request, a phoner, if you will. Yeah. And uh, and so, like, you know, it kind of harkens back to those days of top 40 radio. It totally oh, does. I remember that. I remember yeah. those days, you know, when you would you you would hear your voice on the radio and yeah. be like, oh, Lord, I shouldn't have called. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Especially when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I didn't sound like a chipmunk in my head. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> my, my parents always used to have these like parties like every Saturday night they would play cards and there would be drinking. And back then everybody smoked cigarettes. So there was smoke in the house. And and so they would always like have me go and request the songs. And so I would be calling in several times and like they got the biggest kick out of me on the oldies. <laughs> station because like every weekend like clockwork i was calling in <laughs> i love it i love it and, and and then after i worked in radio i would now i look back and go oh yeah because the guy that works on saturday nights like 
That's not. He has nothing else to he's do. He's not the big time DJ, or he wouldn't right. be there on a Saturday night. So he's just excited that the phone rang. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> right. He's like, "Oh, somebody right. called me." <laughs> right. That's awesome. So, uh, talk to us about Team Winfrey. Yeah, we 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 ask a little bit of it at the beginning, yeah. but, but like, tell us how all yeah. that evolved. So I started a non- I started that nonprofit to once again help the autism community. My niece and nephew have autism. And so and they my family lives in Georgia. Okay. And so my sister's a single mom and she didn't have anyone to advocate. You know, it's almost like she didn't have a voice. And I didn't know what autism meant at the time. So this is this is before military. And I come back, I come over to visit my mom and my sister's there and her son's there and I'm playing video games with a buddy and my nephew comes up to me real close, doesn't say anything. He flaps his hands. Now, I didn't know what that meant. And so he walked away, didn't say anything. And he did it a couple of more times and my buddy got uncomfortable and left. And I thought I'd done something wrong. So I go into the kitchen and ask my mom, hey, is Elijah okay? Like, uh, did I do something? And she goes, no, he has autism. And she goes, before you make any judgment or you say anything that you don't, you know, you don't know it, that you don't know about autism, study it. It's this, this, and this. And so I had to kind of study and ask my sister, you know, who's helping you like advocate services for him. And she goes, no one, I'm having to do this on my own. And so I said, I'll help. And so I started to be her voice. And in doing that, I think a couple of years went by. I joined the military, got out. I had noticed that people were reaching out for me and saying, hey, I heard you did this for your sister. Like, could you help me? And so I'm sitting and, and thinking, like, I don't know how hard it is to start a nonprofit, but maybe I should do that. And so I was thinking that. And I started to play a little bit of golf. And as I was playing golf and walking in the fairway and hitting the shot and all this stuff, I'm thinking, how can I partner golf? and this nonprofit and advocate and make it about more about them and less about me. Cause I feel like as I'm playing and thinking this, I'm still feeling like I'm kind of selfish. Like my sister's really having a hard time. People who have kids on the spectrum are really struggling and they've asked me to kind of create something. Now, mind you, I still don't know a lot about autism at the time or I didn't. So I said to my wife, let's start a nonprofit. I'm just going to give it a shot. I'm going to educate myself and see if we can help get services, see if I can go out and lend my voice and raise awareness and, you know, have these kids come out and play golf. And some of these kids are nonverbal just to get them to experience it. And so I can learn as I'm teaching and, you know, kind of getting to know these kids. And so we, we started it in 2013. And it has been such a blessing to be able to do it, not just for the sake of doing it. It has been so uplifting for me as a person to learn more about what am I supposed to be doing here with this life that I have? Like, you know, I can go out and do things selfishly for myself at any time. I can hop on the bike at any time and not think about anything. But is that really what I'm about? And so in starting this nonprofit, I just try to tie everything into what I'm doing. And I try to get back and educate and and the the radio show was based off the nonprofit where it was like you, I started to kind of put blocks on top of blocks and I would, you know, educate myself with other advocates who are way more advanced than I am. You know, my co-host, she's an expert autism advocate. She has Asperger's. She's terrific. She's based in South Carolina, but the nonprofit is catered toward raising awareness, helping these families get services. We also help low-income families in the community with paying bills, grocery gift cards, just being there physically, and letting them know 
it's going to be okay. The nonprofit is kind of centered around that. And it's been, like I said, it's been great. It's been a way to kind of really get me to kind of look at myself and, and see things a bit differently and not so much not have it so much be all about Eli, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been, it's been great. So great like I'm, I'm interested in the, the low income aspect in terms of, is there difficulty in that community even being diagnosed in the first place? I would think that oh, yeah. they wouldn't have as many resources to even point out or right. spot the concerns to even address them. Gosh, yeah. It's, that. it's a huge barrier and some honestly, don't know. Right. And some are afraid to say my child has autism. They don't want to say that. You know, I'll say something that went through my head when you first started talking about your, your niece and nephew having autism is the first thing I thought is like, and I didn't even realize I thought this until this moment. When I think autism, I think white kids, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, like when you see it portrayed in the media, it's almost always a white character. Like if it's in like a movie or something, it's almost always a white character. And, and so like, it was, it was just kind of like my first thought was like, oh man, I like, I wonder how many, how many black kids are not even getting diagnosed that they don't because of if they're in a lower economic situation, that's just not even getting addressed. Right. A lot of them it's, they're often told, well, he'll get over it. He'll grow out of it, be more strict or lighten up a bit. And so it's, it's difficult because then you go back home and you go, well, I don't think he has autism. Right. But then later on in life when he's 45 and he realizes I've had autism all my life, you know, yeah, I need help right. at 45 and there's yeah. nothing out there to help him, Right. You know, it, it, it's a struggle. And I have a few friends who are on the spectrum who go through that daily. So, and you're right about the white and the black, you know, disparity where, you know, I, I think a lot of people watch Rain Man, you know, right. the, oh, yeah. and they think, you know, oh, is it kind of like that? And they're, they're different. Autism is just, it's it, broad. It's, it's a it's, spectrum. They call it a spectrum for a reason. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's tough to engage a lot of times with low income families on this issue. A lot of them are, you know, they'll tell you that they're embarrassed or they'll say, you know, I think I have all the information here, but they're really being misguided. You know, they're, they're not getting, and a lot of them just don't have the money. Right. It's expensive to have your, your child treated or given these set of services, whether it be in the hospital or in school, right? It just, it adds up. So it's, it's tough. So does, does insurance not cover those types of services or is it one of those things where you have to have the right kind of insurance and the right kind of job and, and not everybody has that ability either, especially right now. And that's it right there. I mean, it, it varies, but you're, you're often told, well, you can get this, but because you don't have this, you know, insurance wise, we can't cover that. That's not covered. And so then you have to make that decision. Do I get this services knowing that I don't have the money? Right. Right. Like I, we can't afford it. So what do I do on the back end? Who's yeah. going to help me on the back end? You know, right. so it's, it's tough. You know? And and it, those, it really is. and those sorts of services, it's not like it's a guarantee that if you go through Correct. this, then, so it's like, then you're also weighing the idea of like, I could spend oh, yeah. all this money and it could make no difference at all, or it makes a 10% difference. And is it, is it a 10% change worth X amount of, like, you know, those are all the calculations right. that start going through your head. It's a, it's right. a lot to contend with. I never right. really thought about right. any of that. I mean, we've been blessed with, with kids that, that don't have autism. So I've never, I've never had to go through that, think through that process in my head. <laughs> well, it was before we were together, but my youngest son, they, the school called, they thought he might have had autism when he was in preschool because he, uh, 
it's interesting when you talked about your nephew flapping his hands. My my son would do that all the time and did it. I mean, honestly, until I mean, he's every great once in a while. He, he still, still does. does it. He's 16 <laughs> now. But like we used to call it his happy hands when he would get excited. Right. He would he would do this with his hands. And that's can be an indicator of that. And it then, can be. Right. And, and, and he would do other things like he was a big fan of parallel play where he would play next to a child, but not with a child. And so the school called and we're like, hey, we're going to give. And he had like uh, sensory processing issues which can be a component of autism or asperger's yes. but but can also exist independent of and and he ended right. up having that and so but there was a period of time when we were just like oh what does all this mean you know what i mean right and right and it, it just comes down to just educating yourself yeah. you know and and others you know it's not it's not passing judgment it's just you you want to make sure that you're aware of what's going on so you're you're better able to kind of tell the next person hey this is this is what I've learned about autism or, you know, or whatever. So I, I just think it comes down to that. Yeah, because ultimately there's nothing to judge. It's not a character no. flaw. Nobody did anything wrong. Right. It's, it's just no. something you're born with. It's just the way, that, right. you know, they see the world. And so, sometimes depending on where they land on the spectrum, like it opens up a whole other world of possibilities. Right. It's right. just a, it's just a matter of how you approach it. That's absolutely right. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So how are they doing now? How old are they and how are they doing? My nephew is it's 21. Okay. My niece is still in uh, middle school. You know, the ages, I'm, I'm getting so old now. I just, it's hard <laughs> to kind of remember those ages. I, I know she's in middle school and they're both doing really well. My nephew was high functioning. Okay. Uh, he had a high functioning autism. My niece is low functioning. Okay. Okay. So even sometimes when I visit, she's very like, I don't know you. Like I would rather not you know, Interface. come and hug you. Right. Or, you know, and so I, I, I understand that. But they're doing well in school from all indications and all reports that I get. Uh, I try to get check ins periodically, you know, but being in the Pacific Northwest, you know, they tell you what they want to tell you. And then they keep out the other stuff to kind of be like, he's all right. Don't worry about it. Live your life. You know, I'm often told that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always hard. And I think that's just kind of families in general. You know, they right. <laughs> they do tend to just tell you what they want you right. to yeah totally yeah. <laughs> i think we all do that oh that's true yeah, that's that's true. yeah. I, I don't even know if that's regional i think we all do that to it <laughs> as open as i am there's all sorts of things i'm not telling people that is true that is true i agree so kind of changing uh topics back to peloton i i heard you were in one of the peloton member commercials is that accurate yes i was so was. how how did that come to be and what was the process like? You know, I still don't know how it came to be. <laughs> Here's the thing. But but my wife will say, she will say it's because of the analytics of the Peloton Facebook page. She was like, you know, they see those hits. So they know that you're pretty positive and they look that up. And I'm like, uh, I can't be. That can't be right. I, I, um, I don't know if it has anything to do with analytics, but I absolutely agree with your wife. I know for a fact that they look through the the community page and things that stand out to them are, are some of how they choose people. So so I don't know that it's necessarily numbers driven, but how you interact with people was absolutely taken into account. Absolutely. Well, you know, if that's the case, then it, it was probably because of that. And they had reached out in February. And they said, would you want to be, could you be part of this campaign that we're going to do later in the year? And I'm like, sure. 
And at the time, I'm kind of like, oh, boy, it's probably a scam. Like somebody's <laughs> like, this can't be real. So I'm like, oh, sure, I'll do it, whatever. They're like, yeah, you're going to be in this commercial. Just wire us $7,500. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. And so we so we the months go by and they reach out again and they go, well, you pass you pass this initial test. So we need you to we're going to interview you. you Wait, know, what was Zoom. the test, though? Do you know what the test was? It was kind of like. Who's your favorite instructor? Why? What do you like about the community? Something about outfits, too. They asked me something about, like, outfits. And they go, we'll we'll process all this information, and we'll let you know if you pass and moved on to the next phase. And I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> they In June, they reach back out again, and they go, you've been picked. Um, what we want to do is come out and do it in, first they said July. And uh, I'm thinking to my wife, they want to do this, but are they going to pay me? Like, is this, you know, because I'm thinking... It's COVID. Like, right. Everybody's everybody's going to be in the house. Is that safe? Yeah. Right. And so I didn't say anything to them in my mind. I'm thinking that, you know, and then they come back with these terms and, and things and things that I can't say or can't sure. reveal. And I'm like, sure. oh, I, I'm, I won't say anything because I don't really believe it's going to happen. Like, that's how I'm thinking. Like, I'm right. like, oh, whatever. Right. And then I think the month before the shoot, because they pushed it back to um, August, they said, OK, we're going to come out. And what we want to do, we want to take a tour of your house. You know, we first we want to see some video on Zoom. So I kind of showed them on Zoom and they were like, oh, this is great. Like, you got a good space. And I'm thinking, well, when they get here, they're going to be like, ah, we don't know. It's kind of small. <laughs> so they send someone out. They show up. They kind of look around and kind of go, well, we can do this and we can do that. And they're thinking we can take this out. And I'm thinking, wait. They're going to give me a whole new living room. So they're going to take all this out. Am I going to get to keep all this stuff? And they're like, no, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, we're going to do this, that, and the other. And um, they come in the day before the shoot. They set up everything. They put us up in a nice hotel, just great hotel down the road. And I am the hotel have a Peloton. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was curious. It did. Yeah. It did. It did. That's the first. It, it did. Because I said we had two options. We could go to we can go in the city where the Peloton was at our favorite hotel or we can go down the road. I was like, I'm not going anywhere else. And, that, and at the time I was like, so Peloton's going to put us up. And I was like, "Ooh, well, why don't we stay at the most expensive hotel we can find? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that. Right. But then I go, my wife goes, let's just find a hotel with a Peloton. So we call around and we go, oh, we want this one. And we reach back out to Peloton and they go, oh, sure, we can make it happen. Aw. Yeah, it was great. That's so nice, they yeah. kind of put us up in the hotel. And the day of the shoot, I come in and it's raining, you know, which is, you know, Seattle. Okay, just, yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is, you know. So it's raining the morning of and get tested. What We get our tech temperature checks and everything. And, you know, the apartment complex that I'm living in, did not like it at all. They really? were like, they were like, we don't want them on site. They they're gonna they're gonna have to set up off site. So they had to set up off site at a remote location. The neighbors did not like it. They were like, no, 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 we don't <laughs> we don't want we don't want any cameras. We don't want any people any crew here. No, none of that. So they go, Eli, this is gonna be tight. And I'm thinking I'm gonna lose the commercial because the apartment right. is going to say they say no they said they don't want them here and so they go the director goes we'll work around that we'll find a way and we're going to make it to where it's going to be only eight people inside and we'll make sure everything's clean safe and healthy and they did that we did some shooting outside some inside 
I can't tell you the amount of donuts I had to eat doing this shoot. <laughs> had to. They mandated <laughs> that, did they? Well, I think yes, they probably did. They did. I have a seat. I have that could because it tied into your leaderboard name, right? Yes. 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 And so they they were like, we're going to get you a spit bucket. So if you don't want to eat anymore, you can just spit them here. And and silly me, I'm just eating them. I'm like, I don't want to spit them out. I'll just eat them. So and every good. time I'm biting into one, I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. How long is the shoot going to be? And they go, we got about another two hours. I'm like, oh, my goodness. OK, I'll just keep eating. And they were like, are you sure you don't look well? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, no. Yeah, it was it was hilarious, but it was so much fun shooting that, interacting with the staff and the directors and the film crew and getting on the bike and, you know, having the Peloton instructor. And I think she's I want to say she she trained all the instructors. It seemed like she knew exactly what she was doing. You okay. know? And I realized I was sitting on the bike. My level of my seat was wrong the entire time I've had a Peloton. So she kind of fixed that for me. <laughs> that was a nice little um, perk. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good perk because I was like, okay, I was sitting here and I was comfortable. And she's like, no, no, you need to be up higher. And I'm like, I don't know if I, I if that's comfortable. But then after a few tries, it was like, oh, okay, I get it. You know? And you'll probably have a lot more power too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Didn't realize that. But it was awesome to be picked. And, you know, I hope to maybe do something with them in the future. Who knows? You know, yeah. my fingers are crossed on that, but uh, they seem happy with the product. And it was great to see it on TV. And after the first two commercials, I'm kind of like, I'm good. I don't need to see it anymore. Like, I, you know, <laughs> and my, my wife's like, you're on TV. And I go, I've been on TV before. <laughs> She's like, not like that. You're on Peloton. Like Peloton, you know what I mean? And I'm I thinking, mean, yeah, that's a big deal. Like Peloton's kind of the hottest thing right now. Totally. So to be really a commercial is. for them is pretty freaking huge. It is. It is. It is. And and I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, I sure hope we don't get any hate like we like that other commercial. I'm just thinking oh. to myself, like, oh boy, I don't want to be in the middle of another like whatever, you know. But it was received well. And I think from everything I've heard, the Peloton community really liked that they had real people in. Yep. And not actors who don't really get on the bike. They're just there just for the, the commercial. So it was kind of refreshing to kind of see those comments come through. So. Absolutely. You know, that's been something that, again, since I have been part of the community going back for over four years, people have been asking for to have a commercial yeah. that had people in it. So it is a huge deal that you were you got to be part of that because that is something people have been asking for. It's like, right. well, why why do you have all these actors? And I mean, it's it's us. We're the ones that make the community, we're the ones that make Peloton go, so to speak. So bring us exactly. in. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know, I, I've always, I often thought like, and I know this is silly. This is something I, my wife and I laugh about. I go, they should have someone from the Peloton community, you know, come in studio and just do a fan cycle. Like let them lead a class, you know, let somebody from the community lead a ride. That I, would be I, I, so cool. <laughs> I, I don't I think that's against the uh, the studio rules now yeah. because I don't I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but a long, long time ago, they used to have whenever it, things were a little more relaxed rule wise in the studio. Um, there was a Jen Sherman ride where she the Peloton had actually done an entire like contest and whoever won got to go up and be on stage with Jen Sherman during 
the ride and wow. uh, it ended up being two women remember because we uh we interviewed laura pug and they tied it was oh, okay. it was laura and somebody else and they tied for the contest and so they both got to go up and ride on stage like nothing like that happens anymore <laughs> those wow. days are so far behind but yes yeah a lot of times when companies are just starting out they have these contests that they're like this will be fun and then they do it and they're like never again yeah if you if you, <laughs> you want to have fun google mtv gives away a house and <laughs> They that contest went crazy, and it was for uh, John. Well, at the time, I guess he was John Cougar Mellencamp. Okay. But yes, it was yes. for his uh, pink houses. They like gave oh. away a pink house, and like, and then John Coug- John Cougar Mellencamp. Maybe it was just John Mellencamp. Either way, uh, and and uh, shows up, and it's it's crazy. Crazy. Okay, well, it's now good I'm story. gonna have to Google that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a great experience! So I, I'm yeah, that's amazing. When how long was the process between like when they filmed it to when it actually showed up on TV? And did they tell you it was going to be on? Were they like, okay, here's where it's going to air? How- they did. So we filmed it in August. It aired and I think started October fifth. And when we finished, when we wrapped. The director said, well, it may be a while before they put it on because you still because they go, you still have to go through the edits. So there's still a possibility that they won't use this material. Oh. Right. And, I, and I'm thinking, huh, really? We just did. We just did 12 hours of work. and You're not going to use any of it. Well, can I have it? Because I share it, you know, <laughs> um, but I totally I got it because, you know, they did say, like, you have to make the final edits and. Once I did that, it was awesome to see it. Well, know? that's good. You made the cut. Like, the you know, yeah. g- game shows work like that. If they don't air your episode, you don't win the money. Right. You don't. Really? Get, yeah. You don't get right. the money what? until it actually airs. There you were. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody in there, you know, I've, I've had contact with and they're all great. And, you know, I write with them a lot. It's a blessing to be able to do it. And it helped my nonprofit because more people saw me. Oh. Right. Oh. And wow. then they go, they go, oh, we saw you in a commercial and you advocate for autism, too. That's awesome. Like, could you listen to my story? And, you know, I have to be quick to tell them, like, I'm an advocate. So as I advocate, I'm still learning right. as well. So be patient with me if I don't get it right away or it takes me some time. So it's been it was a blessing to do the commercial. It really was. So I, I did I miss the donut stuff? Oh, I think it's not showing his leaderboard name. I think it's like. So where so you'll see it like it, it'll be right at the bottom where they they kind of show. So my leaderboard name is right there. Peloton Peloton golfers. OK. Right? Uh, Eli Elijah 0626. But the donut video, I don't know if that made it or if they're holding it to do something else. Gotcha. Oh, OK. OK. Right. Okay. Because when they I think a couple of days before it aired on TV, they said, we want you to change your profile picture to this with the donuts. And I said, okay, is there a reason? She goes, you'll see later, but it's got to match what we're going to put out there. So maybe that's coming okay. down the road. Yeah. Something to look for. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And for, uh, for people that are listening, if you go to our YouTube channel, we're playing the commercial in question as we talk. So, yes. Yes. So you could, you could see it there. Yeah. <laughs> and of course it, there's a, there's the link out to that commercial as well. Right. Yeah, I, I, I love that whole series of commercials. We were watching, it popped up the other day. I have no idea what we were doing, but because we usually don't watch uh, we live were, TV. 
uh, probably the news or something. Yeah, yeah, and it popped up, but it was one like it did this whole like like it was um one of the women who was featured and it like went into her whole like life story and I'd never right. seen that before. I was like, wait, this is like a five minute commercial. <laughs> I, I I hadn't I hadn't seen any of them do that before. So that was right. that was interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that was out there. <laughs> so uh. So in uh, regards to your leaderboard name, I guess you're a big golfer. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, I used to be. So I, I played tournament golf for about 22, 23 years. Wow. And, oh, wow. Wow. Um, I love the game. And, you know, I, I found my purpose toward the latter end because of the autism work that I do. Mm-hmm. And it made it that much more gratifying. But, but at that time, my body started breaking down. I had back issues and, oh. and I had to really make a decision. And, you know, I stopped playing tournament golf last year. And, you know, I kind of limit my golfing now to one-on-one events that help the nonprofit that in turns help the community. So I host these summer events that I play with friends and we raise money and we take that money right away and we kind of dump it back into the community, whether that be autism related or low income related, where we can help pay someone's rent or someone's cable bill or someone to have internet service for their kid doing remote learning. So it'll always play a big part in my life. You know, it'll always be a platform that I can use to go back to. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a fun game, right? It can, you can pull your hair out. <laughs> um, and, and, and teaching it, I try to tell people, just have fun with it. Everybody tries to perfect it and nobody perfects it. Yeah. Tiger Woods doesn't, def- he doesn't, you know, perfect the game. Like He's he thrown a club or it. two. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I've thrown a bag or two. I've learned a, 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 I'll tell you this quick story. So I, when I started playing golf, I would play with this military friend of mine and he since passed away and he was an older guy at the time. And I was just learning how to play the game. And I would get frustrated because he would he was in his 70s and he would hit it. It would go straight. I would hit it and it would go in the trees or in the water. And I'm getting frustrated. And my girlfriend at the time had just bought me those clubs. They were about eleven hundred dollars. So we get to this hole and there's this pond there, like down in the fairway. And so I hit my ball. He hits his ball in the fairway, in the middle of the fairway. My ball's in the water. So I'm just steaming. So we drive up. And I get the ball and out of the water and I hit it back in the water. <laughs> and so I just kind of slowly walked to my to the back of the cart, took the golf bag off the cart and took the whole set of clubs and just chucked them in the lake. Oh, right? no. <laughs> yes. Yes. And at the time, I didn't know that the owner of the golf course was looking directly at <laughs> what I was doing. So he kind of rides out and I'm just like sitting there just angry. And my buddy was like. You got to learn how to play golf <laughs> and be patient. You got to be patient, patience, patience. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it, you know? And so he, the guy drives up and he goes, we're going to have to ban you for life for <gasps> doing that. Um, because a lot of people saw that. We don't want to give off the wrong impression. And at the time I was angry that he did it. But as I got home, I understood why he did that. He was teaching me a lesson about anger and patience and you know, not trying to perfect the game, you know. And they were rental clubs. You've left that part out. No, you would, no. Oh, I, wish, I, I wish they were. Because when I got home, it was a talking to. She I was bet. very upset. I, I bet. bet. I yeah. Bet. And I had to wear that because she was right. You know, we, we we eventually broke up, not because of that, but because, you know, other things. But she was right. She had, that was a gift. And when you get a gift, you treat it as a gift, yeah. you don't get it and then just throw it away. And so I tell that lesson to a lot of kids that I coach that 
You got to be patient. Yeah. Let it come to you. Like, don't flip out. Believe me. I know. I can tell you this. I can show you this. <laughs> you know, we laugh now, but at the time it was kind of I'm like, sure. Yeah. I needed that lesson. I've, I needed to learn that. I played golf a grand total of one time in my life. That's when I found out that there, did you know this? There's a maximum number of strokes. Per <laughs> and and if of course you found that Tom. <laughs> luckily that they're they're there because if if there wasn't a maximum number of strokes per hole i would still be there to this day like still still there that, right to finish the very the, that, that round of golf i was there. awful <laughs> so uh, there. do you have uh, any advice for people who are just now entering the world of peloton my advice would be to enjoy the journey and trust whatever process that you're on you'll see it as long as you trust it and you're patient and just just have fun. I, I think we have a lot of friends who are on now who've bought bikes and, you know, I try to tell them you're not competing with that person next to you. It's fun. Believe me, from time to time to kind of do that. But you should be chasing your goal like that personal goal that you set that week before. You should be trying to chase that and get better and build and just enjoy that company that you have. Yes. Especially during COVID right now where yeah. we're not able to get to the gym like you got a leaderboard full of people give a high five. And, you know, I've done the, I think they have a little video thing where you can just click the video and people pop up on it. I've done that once or twice. Kind of scared me in the beginning because I'm like, ah, I don't know, letting somebody in. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what's going to um, happen? <laughs> right. But but I, I would say just embrace it and enjoy it for what it is. It's It's a fun community. Everybody inspires one another. And I love it because of that. Awesome. Well, That's great advice. thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. This was a lot of fun. It and was. Uh, thank you. I guess before we go, just remind everybody where they can find you and all of your stuff. So if you go, if you're on Instagram, I am at Eli0626. Facebook, Team Winfrey. Just type in Team Winfrey. You can find me there. On Twitter, it is at Elijah underscore Winfrey or at Team Winfrey Corp. You can find find me there. So awesome. Awesome. Ways. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. This was this was fun. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Likewise. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. You have a good rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much. So I guess that brings this one to a close. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, on the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget next week, Monica Ruiz, the Peloton wife. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Running.